Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship Podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara and I'm here with my brother and co-host Devin. Hello there. Hello Devin. After hello, a nice hello, uh, late late baseball game, we're here in the studios recording. Yeah. Devin, what do, you, what do you got for us today? Technology can be our best friend and technology can also be the biggest party pooper of our lives. It interrupts our story, interrupts our ability to have a thought or a daydream to imagine something wonderful because we're too busy bridging the walk from the cafeteria back to the office on the cell phone. Steven Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh it's a completely different world we live in these days. It is a dagger. And I mean, for Steven Spielberg <laughs> to say it, it's definitely true because he's constantly right. thinking of ideas and shots and stories and so I mean it it, it like that is his life for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like Obviously, there's there's tons of positives and there's tons of negatives and in, in basically everything, you know. But, but yeah, I mean, it's like like I said, it's a it's a different world. It's almost it's there are some unfortunate things and there, but I just think they're unavoidable at this point. Um, I don't think there's any way to go back to a less you know technology based lifestyle. You know, we have so much access to like what is right there in front of us all the time. And there's so many different things you can do and see and participate in and mm. be, you know, like be distracted by in multiple ways, good ways, mm. bad ways that it's not like it's like one thing that people can break a habit of, you know, it's like, okay, I'm playing like my Game Boy but we could take that away and you're not playing your Game Boy anymore or walking down the road, right? But it's like, because it's just one thing. But the phone does everything. It's like social media. It's reading the paper. It's, you know, it's it's checking up on, on friends on Facebook. And, see, and you know, it's it's everything. It's Everything's right there. So it's like to, to take that away or to try to solve that is solving, you know, multiple dimensions of problems, not just one thing. It's yeah, this, I, the ease I, of access, you know. But the best part from that quote is it interrupts our story. Right. Which is so true. It's just yeah. we are living, reading about something else, looking at someone else, mm-hmm. um, thinking about someone else, you know, or, or like, yeah, it's so bizarre. Yeah. It's really bizarre. And I think yeah. I, I think maybe it can go back a, to a degree. I did hear that, like, some kids, I mean, you, you'll you'll know better than that, but, like, some kids who are, like, going, like, looking for old tech, just right. using that, yeah. and being like, oh, man, this is weird. All the old people are, like, really weird about this stuff. <laughs> what if we just went back and, like, did, like, right. like, simple texting, and that's it. Like, no videos. Yeah, that's the thing. I just don't think there's any way it's going to go back. You know, because it's there. You, you know, think it's you like can't, you can't put the pan. You can't close Pandora's box. Is what you're saying? Exactly. Right. Yeah. There's no way. Like people, mm. people are not. 
like we're just we don't have enough self control mm. to do that. You know what I mean? Well, it's like when you have everything right there. I think so. Maybe. But I think there people are learning. I mean, I've I've uninstalled a lot of apps off my phone. But maybe right. that's just yeah. an older generation of people. Maybe we can do that. But like, I did, I hadn't looked at Facebook in maybe a year, and I had something. Caitlin right. posted something like for vacation, so I I jumped onto the photos because I hadn't seen any of the photos of like right. me and yeah. Maeve. And then it was it was actually really weird to jump on, and then you could see I could feel myself getting sucked in, scrolling through nonsense. And man, there's right. so many ads now. Like you look at one photo, yeah, and then there's three ads, and then like someone you know, and then like mm-hmm. another three ads, and then a sponsored. I'm like, ugh, it's gross. Yeah, but I did find out a lot about a lot of people. Yeah, in just, that just yeah. a little bit. I'm like, oh, I didn't know they had a baby. <laughs> oh, what happened here? Oh, look at that. Look at that. Oh, <laughs> right, oh, exactly. Cool. But other than that, I was like. Right. So, you know, like, that's the thing, like, even even right, even within one app, there are are Mm. positives Mm. and negatives. Mm. Right. It's like, I want to check up on some people, you know, like, that's cool, you know, see people's successes in their lives. And, you know, and then you get an ad and then you get like, uh, you know, something else stupid. Then you have like somebody who just wants to talk about politics and like drugs. So, yeah, I just think it's yeah, because there's so much, you know, it's like everyone is doing a different thing kind of, you know what I mean? So it's not like everyone's just doing the same thing, like playing Pokemon (laughs) go, (laughs) you know, like it's like everyone, because that, that device has everything, everything you could want on it. You know, you're like walking around doing all sorts of stuff. So how do you like, it's a, it's a, I don't know. Yeah. It's not a, Mm. it's not, there's not like a solution to it. It's more just how do we adjust and how do you, um, convince people that there are things that are also important other than just the information on the phone. Right. And that's, I think that's what we do. That's what like makers do. I think that's what the community does. Although we like post on social media, you know, but it's like, you know, come to the maker camp, you know, come to go to blade show, do all these things where there are like, you know, there are people there, but you know, we know about these things because of, because we have access to all these different people online on our phones and, you know, so it's there's gonna, there's there's be good like, and bad things. It's gonna be in like thirty years. It's gonna be like government regulated communal days. <laughs> like right. all the phones are off now that we've studied them for thirty years. We know the damage it's done to society. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, right. people constantly be on their phones. It's, it's like it's like how you know they won't sell really large sodas in certain places things like that yeah it's just gonna be like oh you just don't have the option to do it anymore right yeah you guys took it too far (laughs) yeah yeah we realized there's gonna be control it so there's gonna be some super size me documentary about (laughs) social media i mean there's been a lot of that already right yeah that like everyone's like wow this person was like destroyed by it and then (laughs) someone's gonna step in (laughs) every sunday is you know well, I was, uh, it's, it's, it's the non phone day, like all phones shut down. Right. Yeah. I was talking to somebody recently about, um, about the, there's a museum called Glenstone, um, and it's down near DC. It's this big, uh, property that has a bunch of different buildings that have artwork in them. And then it has like the properties very, um, well manicured and taken care of with like all sorts of cool, you know, landscaping and things. And then. There's big outdoor sculptures from all sorts of, you know, famous artists over the years. And, and the whole, the whole like property, the whole 
uh, museum going experience is a very controlled experience. Like they want it to be very much like I was thinking like when I was talking to my friend and she, she was saying that she would really like to go there, but you can't take children. They don't let over a certain age. Like there are no kids allowed because they want an experience and that's not part of it. You know, like the running around crazy crying. Right. Exactly. But it's like you come in and they've got like some electric vehicles that will take people around to different places because it's a big property if you need it. And then they have like uh, when we went, it was there was the potential for rain that day. So they had all these umbrellas that you could use. And everyone was a it was like a black handle with a translucent white top. And so, and they're, everything was the same. So everyone's walking around with like the exact same umbrellas and this like idealistic landscape where everything is controlled and all the, all the docents, you know, like the, the, um, you know, the, the, the people helping the visitors when you come in, like they don't have name tags cause those are distracting. They just have this like metal bar <laughs> pin. And so like, and they all wear gray. So like, if you, if you like want help and they, they really want to, they'd rather talk to you than like, have you just go from piece to piece and read. So they don't have a lot of like information on the tags and some of the tags are just like really far away and down low, you know? So it's like, it's very controlled and it's very much like a, um, you know, like a utop dystopian world. And I never really thought about that. I was like, it's so nice. Everything's so perfect and everything's controlled really nicely. And all the, the light is nice. And it's all like the stone and, and like, I was like, oh, wow, that's kind of crazy. That's like a, a brave a new little, world. You know? Right. But yeah. but they're not restricting anything. What they're trying to do is focus you. Right, exactly. Yeah, so of course. It's, it's really a, not. Yeah. It's it's. They're trying to make the least restrictive. Yeah. In kind of a way while being restrictive. Right. And you can like trying. There's like in different buildings, you can't take pictures, you know, so you're like not supposed to have your phone out at all. Mm-hmm. Obviously, mm-hmm. there are some buildings that you can. I think that's more just like the different um, the different collections they have and shows and stuff, you know, they want. Um, but yeah, yeah it's... <laughs> no, I think that's great. Idea. It focuses yeah. you. Oh, you no. Know, you're yeah. like, oh, I'm here for I, I'm here for this thing. Yep. Like I'm not just we're not just killing time at another museum. Yeah. You know, before lunch. Right. And they you like know, have we're gonna, this. We're gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna focus, right? And it's like this big property where like you have to walk from one thing to another, and and like in all of these walking experiences, there are different views that have been very cultivated, you know, and like these rolling hills, and there'll be a piece of artwork up on the hill, and then there's like you're looking through a bunch of manicured cherry trees, and it's like it's super cool, but it's definitely a very controlled experience. They want you to be there, be in the moment, like, where... be, yeah, it's awesome. Where is this? It's called Glenstone. And it's a free Where? museum. It's down like close to Washington DC. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a free museum. They have um you basically have to like they open up um reservations twice a year. So it's like January and July and, and you know, basically they open up the reservations from January to July in January. So you can kinda of go on, you can pick your reservations and, and like when, when I went, I went with Nicole and we went with her um uh, her MLS group, the Masters of Library Science, which she's doing with University of Baltimore, they had planned a trip there, so we went with them. Um and then I tried to plan a trip for my students and it was like the only time was a. Uh, thursday afternoon at 2 40 you know for like and i was like well we can't do that because you know i need like a whole day i want to have a whole day trip with them to really experience the whole thing because even when nicole and i went with her group we didn't have enough time to get around and actually see everything because it was raining and are 
are your students old enough? Yeah. Yeah, they do like they do school groups and stuff, but I think I don't know. I don't know the age limit. I just know that my friend was like, "Oh yeah, I, I love that place, but I can't take children." <laughs> she was like, "Who would have thought when you have babies you can't go to bed and breakfast anymore and you can't go to some museum?" She's like, "Man, that's so ridiculous." <laughs> um I like the idea of them pulling up to a like a lookout and being like this piece is called Rolling Hills. <laughs> right. Ooh. Today, this is nice. called Sunset over Rolling Hills. <laughs> In a little the, while, it'll be stars over Rolling Hills. A gray person comes up and changes the tag, like, after lunch. <laughs> a gray person. <laughs> yeah. But that's that, you know. Starry that, night that, over yeah. Rolling Hills. <laughs> that is, I think, when we were there, you and I were... I think we were about to upload one of our videos and I can't remember which one it was. And I was like trying to do the description and tags and stuff. Cause we wanted to get it out that day. And I was there and I was like outside of one of the buildings, like trying to find service, like sitting on a bench, like, it's like, uh, try to get this done. And people are just like walking around. It's all quiet. And like, uh, and the gray uh, people nice. slowly, <laughs> you like looked up, they were a little bit closer. <laughs> the gray, yeah. Right. I looked down, look back up there closer. Like right on you sitting next to you. Can we help you with anything? Can we sir? have, can we have a discussion with you about the, the looks or the, the artwork around us? Like, all right. I'm trying. No. <laughs> can I ever be great people? Run. <laughs> the grays. <laughs> But yeah, it was uh, oh. it was a it was a, a real like you know a very um, like whole experience. It was really whole cool. Thing. I yeah. love it. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I do it. But it does it does like get you out of that thing. But I was just thinking about it as like it's funny because it's like a brave new world type of situation. I was like, oh, this is so nice. Like everything's so <laughs> controlled for us, and like everything is all I the same. It. And and they're like, wait, wait, what is this? What are they doing here? <laughs> But yeah, no, it was cool. And, um, you know, but I think that like going back to just the technology stuff is, uh, you know, that's that like, t- like you said, like taking a moment to be in that experience, you know, I'm like, yeah, like experience what's around you. Like don't just, yeah, look at your phone the whole time walking. And, and I will say that like, that's one of the things that when you go to maker camp and a lot, and, and a lot of these bigger like maker events, you have all these people who like are social media heavy all the time, all the time, always doing stories, always doing like reels mm-hmm. and always like putting up stuff, mm-hmm. Instagram shorts. And then they go to these events and it just like everything dies. Everything stops mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. then they're all there together, you know, and everyone's like, oh, nice. We can actually experience this together. And then like everyone who doesn't go is like, what's going on? There's nothing happening now. Everyone who's there is just like shut down. <laughs> we want to know. And you're like, mm-hmm. sorry. That's kind of cool. You got to be there. Yeah, Speaking right. of, have you um, done more for your what you're going to do for Maker Camp? Yeah. Um, so I haven't really planned out much. I have talked to Austin, so I'll be doing um, two one-hour demos and one one-hour bow shoot uh, nice. all three days. So it'll be like a total of six teaching demo y type thing. Like I'm trying to think of ways that I can get people to interact, but it may really just be a me showing how to do stuff. Yeah, they're working. Yeah. Um, so that'll be like, yeah. So I was like kind of talking to him and I was like, this is what I'm thinking. You know, how was like two, you know, two hour time sessions and then one hour of shooting. I'll do that Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and then, uh, and then I told him that I was like happy to camp as well. Cause I'm sure he's got like, he's got rooms and stuff for his different exhibitors. But you know, I think they're always like a little tight on those things. 
So yeah. he was he was very happy when I said that. He was like, you know, I told him what my idea was. He was like, I love it. And then I was like, and I'm also happy, you know, or I was like, this is what I want to work. These are the hours that I'm thinking would be kind of cool. And I was like, and I'm also happy to camp um, in the field. Like, I'm happy. I'm fine with that. And he was like, excellent and excellent. So <laughs> he was happy about that. He was like, whew, one, one of those person I have to have the find. yard on the lawn for you. Yeah, right. Don't exactly. <laughs> uh, that'd be great. I'm, I'm uh, jealous. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to bring it up because I don't – well, I know a little bit about it, and you know a little bit about it. I mm. thought it would be interesting. Um, people attacking Wrangler Star. Mm-hmm. Now, you're a much bigger fan, and I, I have – Right. I mean, I, I like him, and I like his videos. Uh, I have nothing against right. him. But seeing – it's weird when you see, like, a YouTuber get attacked. Right. It's like, wait, they're not, like – why is the roller, Rolling Stone – Right, <laughs> I could take. Oh well, here I'll give you the title, which is, which is weird. He taught people to make bombs, and YouTube is helping him cash in. <laughs> That's their angle. That's crazy. His mounting extremism has gotten gotten him banned from TikTok. But on his, you can get anybody can get banned from TikTok. Even yeah, people just right. doing knife making can right. be banned. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, just off, I mean, he's gotten a little bit more, like, prepper-ish, you know? Yeah. And, like, more sensational, but it's, it's, it's ridiculous to try to, like, take him down as some, like, right-wing extremist who's teaching people make to make bombs to you know it's like right to that's to harm not people. it at all right exactly that's, yeah and that's that's the thing like so so i haven't read the article but i have watched a couple of his videos um right after that came out where he addressed it and then um and then some of the stuff afterward and, and like he he always has or like over the years more and more has been willing to um like face on that um you know when people are are criticizing him like he's not worried about it at all like he'll 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 play it up more you know because he's like i can i can do what i want like i'm allowed to put this stuff here and i'm not doing anything that's hurting anyone and i'm not i'm not like asking other people to hurt other uh, anyone i'm just looking at the situation that's happening in our country and and he's his own opinion on it is that the things that are happening, he doesn't like the way they're going. And so he's mm-hmm. like encouraging people to like think about what's happening around them and maybe make some preparations for if things do go south, like, you know, are, right. are, um, you know, shipping food across the country, if that stops or if, you know, international like, you know, trade stops or, you know, all sorts of things. Right. World war three happens, you know? So, He's he's very much he's definitely got a prepper mindset. Um, as far as I know, he doesn't have like a bunker, but he has like enough like food stores and stuff to support his family. Like he's really, I think. Um, and obviously, I I have a very like positive outlook on Rango, so I've been following him for a long time. So, like anything, the more you know about someone, the the more you know, right? <laughs> so like, I've watched him since his son, who is now like eighteen 
was like six or five, you know, and like I watched him be a father and build tree houses and like go on dirt bike rides and, and just play around with his son and his wife. And then he has his daughter and, and dogs and, you know, like and normal conversations and helping friends and family out. And, you know, he's like right. over the years showed a lot of like in the winter, he'll always like, he's part of the, um, the volunteer fire department or he's got stuff. He'll like, he'll go out and pull people out of ditches and stuff. And, you know, so like you gotta, you have to take pretty much anything that you read in one little article about that tries to sum up anyone's whole entire life, um, with a grain of salt. So, um, and again, I don't, I don't know all the details that, um, that Rolling Stone were quoting, you know, I don't, I don't know everything that they know. So maybe they know some more stuff that I don't know. Like, but I just think, uh, like you said, like that's, it's just weird to like attack someone. And, and, uh, I think when he like heard about it, um, he went into like protect my family mode. So he actually went on to his channel and he made his entire, his entire channel private mm-hmm. and for only members, he like shut it all down. Like that's it. Everything's private. Every single thing, every video he'd ever done, he made it all private. Um, because Is he still like that? No, no. So what he did, he said, um, at that time, one of his neighbors um, was having a big bar mitzvah party for their son. And there were, like, people coming from, like, you know, Israel and, you know, like, people coming from all over the world for this, like, big celebration. And, and he and his family were helping out. Like, they were they were there to help out. They were going to help with logistics. And people, and people were, like, camping on his property. And so he was helping one of his neighbors for this big party when it all went down. And so he couldn't, he couldn't like deal with it in the moment. And so he went into like shut down protection mode, like protect my livelihood, protect my family. Like all this is crazy. You know, all the, he has like friends in different um, armed forces and in like social and in uh, the, you know, services and stuff, police and firemen. And everyone's like, calling him and telling him he's got to be like really careful and you know he might like he's got to protect his family so he went into like very much like safety mode um and then once that event was done i think it was like a day and a half later he came back and he like that's that's when i heard him so that's when he just did a video a couple minute video maybe five minutes or something just talking about what had happened talking about his overreaction of shutting us down he realized that that wasn't right like he doesn't have to hide everything he's ever done. He, there's nothing that he, in his opinion, he's like, there's nothing that I've done that I need to be ashamed of. So I, yeah. why would I have shut that down? You know, he's I mean, like, I, I do understand. Like you're trying to stop the bleeding a little bit, just mm-hmm. momentarily. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like when people, it's like when something big happens to people, sometimes they just don't talk for six months. Right. Yeah. And then there's 20 other things to get outraged about. And when they come back, people are kind of like, Oh, what happened? What's that? That guy? Like, Oh, I don't, Right. You know, whatever. Like, And he had said, like, um, Rolling Stone actually reached out to them a couple of times and asked them some questions. And, like, so oh, they yeah. kind of knew that there was going to be an article. But then they just, like, and, like, again, I haven't read it, and I don't know Rolling Stone's perspective, so I can't really talk too much on their end. But from what I've heard through him, it was, like, and, you know, just uh, very much, like, attacking his way of life and his family and a lot of accusations that weren't true and stuff. And so, like, well, and the weird thing is he is preparing for what seems to be like a big overreach of some type of 
big tech company or right. big, big or maybe empire. big left leaning thing that he yep. thinks is going to try to take him down. Right. Yeah. Um, and take away and his, then you know, a, his, and then a big freedom left leaning publication right <laughs> comes yeah. after him and tries to take his stuff away. Right. So yeah, exactly. And he's like, oh, okay, that's exactly what I was uh, afraid of. Right. <laughs> and 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 you're just trying to do it like it's right. They're like proving his point. <laughs> like, right. You know, it's yeah. yeah. So, and of course, like you know, like anyone, like, like I said, I've. I've followed Ringo Starr for a long time. I, I see him as a, as a person, as a father and a husband and, you know, and an American citizen. And, you know, he's like done a bunch of stuff to help people. I don't think he's perfect. You know, he's got a lot of views that I'm like, eh, it's pushing a little bit far, you know, like that's a little bit too negative in my book or something, you know, like I'm, I'm obviously not a very political person. And so, you know, when, when he like really starts leaning into it, I'm a little bit like, eh, you know, but, um, but I will right, say right. that like, he is not affiliated with any what he think like he doesn't affiliate himself with any specific side you know obviously mm. it makes more sense of course he's more right wing but he he is very like i'm going to do these i'm i i like these people because of these reasons i don't like i don't like these other people because of these other reasons and they're very you know he's also very outspoken about how he doesn't like organized religion but he's also very much a christian you know so like he's he i think he's a what i would say like an independent thinker yeah. um he doesn't really tries not to align himself specifically to any one thing he's just this is who i am and this is why i'm doing these things and this is what i think and he's got the platform to put his opinion out there as much as he wants right and and he knows just like anyone else there's nothing wrong or it's actually to your benefit if you take strong bold views on things right yeah cuz it's just like any entertainment mhm people are going to respond mm -hmm. and write back and want to watch more cuz right. he's like he he's being a little extra right it's like hey these are my thoughts on things and yeah. because I'm on YouTube I'm going to bump it up 20% yep yeah absolutely and like i said before like he's he's definitely willing to push back and make it more obvious that he's like mm -hmm. doing a thing you know when people are like you know in the comments give him a bunch of you know crap about something and he's like okay i'll just amp it up you know i'll even be even more like one of his things he always jokes about is east coast men versus west coast men how he's oh, like right, right, west right. coast is all like super awesome and the east coast is like trash and of course like that's you know and he said it before he's like it's it's a joke you know like it was a joke that started at one point and i'm just playing with the joke like i'm from the west coast so i'm like playing up the west coast thing you know and then he'll be like oh well people in this town in this city are definitely like honorary west coast you know like a bit you know in connecticut or something like so <laughs> and th but then he'll always he always drops like oh that must be an east coast thing or you know like all the east coast guys blah 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 and people get so up in arms about it. And so he just keeps on pushing it, right? Because it's just building, like, content right. and comments and, like... Yeah, yeah. He's like, if you're going to, if you're gonna like, get super offended by something I say, you know, that, that shouldn't offend anyone, then fine. I'll just keep on saying it. It's just going to build up more, like, you know, more drum up more drama and it's going to, you know, help right. his channel. So. Yeah, and, that, and that's the thing. I, I think, like, Rolling Stone writing about your channel Yeah. Is probably only a positive because i mean if if you're a certain way and you listen to everything a certain publication says you probably weren't going to watch his channel anyway it right it wasn't for you right yeah so it's not like you're gonna turn any like of those type of people away from him because of your article right 
you're just going to like inform people who weren't going to watch him anyway of like, oh, yeah, he's this thing that you you think he is. He's a nut. Like, don't yeah. even pay attention to him. He's like a weird extremist nut. You don't you don't want to like like, OK, yeah, we don't like that stuff anyway. Right. Like, yeah. They, they probably don't want to hear all about guns and stuff and food prep and like that. Right. That, you know, they're probably not into that. And yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So yeah, it's probably only positive because then people like the fan of fans of his like stick up a little bit more and want to hear what he has to say and want to watch his videos. Like, I think mm-hmm, it's right. a really good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, of course there's like in his perspective when it first happened, it was like all sorts of like slander and stuff. And, and they're basically like, you know, he was, like I said, he was uh, protecting the welfare of his family, whether that's like financially and or, you know, physically, if people were threatening their lives and all this stuff, you know, so that yeah. was his, his first reaction, which is what your reaction should be. When someone is attacking right. you, you know, like, and, and then, but after that, he's like, I don't, there's not, I, I've never put anything on here that I'm ashamed of, or that I don't think is, yeah. you know, that is harmful to people. Like, that's not what I've done. Like I am, I, I stick behind everything I've ever said on here, you know, so I don't need to shut it all down. So, yeah. And it's, I mean, I guess in his mind, it can, they can, that's a problem with YouTube. Yeah, you're you're a partner, but you're not partner. You are right. at the whim of whatever they want to do. Right. So they they could shut him down in no time. They could dig up some strikes against him. Right. Yeah. And you just said like, this. You said that. There's a couple gun things you did. Like yeah. you talked about how you didn't like the some government thing here and there. It's like okay, that's like three strikes right away. Yeah. And then it is. Then they can take away everything. Right. And what are you gonna do? Sue them. You know, like it doesn't. It's like, yeah, no, this isn't a thing. We can let you go at any time. You're not. Yeah. You're not your own business, right? Yeah, exactly. You're you're in business with Google, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so they, it's, didn't, they didn't do that in TikTok. No. It's probably better off, you know. Yeah. Dumb, dumb TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's it's all just kind of. Yeah, I don't know. I like. It was cr- interesting, and he he does a like a daily live stream, um, which he started doing about, no, I would say maybe within the last eight months or so, which is not my favorite thing. Like I like his content and actually for a while, for three, four five months, it was like, that was all he was doing was just daily live streams. And then he would, and, and weird shorts and cut, yeah, yeah, cut it up. lots of shorts. Yeah. And then he would cut up from the live streams and he would like, I talked about this thing similar to what like Adam Savage does when he's like, he does his right. like member things and then he'll put those out. So like he was doing that type of thing, which is, which is fine. And of course it's fine. It doesn't matter. You can do whatever you want. But for me as a fan of like his videos of him making things and doing things like that's what I want to see. You know, I want to see the modern homesteading thing, the professional homeowner stuff that he always talks about. Like I love that stuff. And then like a month ago he started this um, project where he's doing a 1940s elk hunting camp thing he's kind of rebuilding it on his property so it's like a canvas t- wall tent oh, and that's it's like right. yeah, nice. made a table and he built this bench and he brought his anvil down and you know and he's like doing all this cool stuff and and so he's been showing that like these you know upwards of like 10 to 12 minute videos of all the different steps and processes which i just think is awesome like i i love i love that content from him and you know and i'm just happy to like watch that and and of course, like he's he's got all his inside jokes, and it's all the stuff that I've known for years and years. So it's just like getting a glimpse into the life of someone that I've been following for a long time, you know. And like his son just went to two back to back his first two um, wildfire fights. Like he's oh, a, wi- right. a firefighter now, and so he's like did 
two in a row and you know like mm. it's just crazy seeing like someone's life like that you know they he shows a lot of his life right you know it's a lot of what they do so um but yeah two things speaking of people who aren't making normal content are doing shorts that's us right now <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and then another thing is i was thinking as you're talking about it like i know like two years ago he was talking about making a camp and having people come up yeah right and having, having that that plot of land that they bought to have people over you know yep, yep. Mm-hmm. and how much fun that would be to go to but also my idea of him he takes such strong stances right is that i would be nervous not that i'm like his biggest fan or starstruck i would be nervous to say something mm. wrong <laughs> it would feel like he'd be the type of guy to write you off not that he necessarily is but if if he didn't like opinion you had about something or right. cuz he does he'll take right right he'll take strong stances like right yeah uh that's not a that's right he'll do the east coast west coast thing yeah. he'll be like oh that guy should have had this in his truck and right how can you even how can you even ride around with a truck without that and he like yeah <laughs> that's also his thing but i'd feel like everything i said was like was that like right is that good enough <laughs> i don't know what that tool is is that all right like right <laughs> i don't have that thing in my in the back of my truck yeah it'd be interesting i feel like you'd, i think feel like everyone would start out walking on shells a little bit mm. but yeah. but what can you do really to connect with someone like that in a big event because everyone wants to it's right. his event yeah right exactly everyone wants to sit down with you and well, like, it's like, yeah, you go to Maker Camp. Have a real conversation. Yeah, and, like, that's, you know, quote-unquote, like, Jimmy DeResta's event. You know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. he helped to push it, get it started. It's in East Durham. Obviously, it's, you know, it's Austin's event at the Blackthorn. But, you know, and something also wanted for a long time. But he, you know, he and Jimmy were the ones who really pushed it. And it's because right. of Jimmy's, so, like, outreach yeah. that got it going, you know, for that. So it's like, you know, you go to those events and there's all the, like, the top guys who everyone wants to talk to because they're the ones with the most followers and the ones that we've all watched for years and years and years. And, you know, you gotta be that person that it's like, you know, it's just, uh, you know, yeah, it's, you just get little bits and time with people. Right. Yeah. Especially those people. Cause they also have their own stuff they have to do. And yeah. Get to. Right. Yeah. And they have their, they have their own groups of friends who they want to talk to. Right. Yeah. It's like most of us aren't in their groups of friends. Right. Yeah. So you have to give them space just like you would hope someone would give you space. Like, right, exactly. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit, but I am also have – I said I'd come and see this person. Yeah, right. That I know well and I've known for years and I've spent, you know, time right. with. Right. It's yeah. Kind of, I think yeah. I would be – I don't know. It's it's good for your ego, but, like, bad for just – I feel like it would be exhausting. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. Walking around. Everyone's looking at you. Everyone's trying to get a little something from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to grab it, get a little piece off you, you know? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, yeah, that's, that's tough. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a weird, mm-hmm. uh, a weird perspective. That's a weird, you know, spot to be in mm-hmm. as like the host of a, basically the host of an event that has, you know, almost a thousand people. And everyone knows yeah. you, you know, and like, it's, yeah, it's like a comic con thing, but right. instead of you being up on a stage talking and then, you know, kind of disappearing into your hotel room, he's still there. Right. Yeah. He's walking around the floor. Right. He's doing yeah. things. He's yeah. like, so it's, it's totally different. Um, yeah. Okay. So 
you've been doing a lot of shorts because we summer is the worst for us. I know. I'm always we, like, I'm always like, oh, summer's gonna be great. We're yeah, gonna shoot more right. video and stuff. And then with yeah. every beginning of summer, we forget what happened last <laughs> summer where we don't do shit. <laughs> yeah, right. We it's because we, you know, it's like that's the time where well, obviously there's baseball, right? So baseball is in full swing, and then yeah. I also sail. Yeah, I still that's mm-hmm. that's like half the year anyway, or three quarters of the year, and then we both have family vacations. You know, it's like there's yeah, always any something. Free, it's just the free time is just not there, right? And we do have a video. <laughs> I haven't done anything else with it. I well, apologize. We got to get that out because that's a <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah. A sponsor gave you something. Yeah, right. But well, they shouldn't have gave you something for free. No, <laughs> no. We we said we did, and it's there, and and it's yeah. very it's a, it's a very positive. And fun video that yeah. would come out. Yep, yep. But man, it's like every free. I went. I went to the beach for a week, and now I'm struggling to get this. I mean, yeah. the baby is due in like a month. Holy cow! That's Five crazy. weeks, six weeks max. You know, Jeez. so it's like. And I'm, I got my wall behind here. It's we just finished kind of mudding the. You know, uh-huh. and, and we we moved the. Um, move the one of the uh vents for you know in the hvac unit to the other side yep. to the other part of the room right. and we just cut off the water to the sink that's in still in the baby's room you know it's just yeah, like yeah. A, nothing's done in there but uh. <laughs> i think now after today we're ready to paint right but the walls you know everything's a mess and we're gonna get carpet and stuff and it's just crazy. <laughs> that's like every that's like every spare moment. We have so yeah, much to do. Right. We haven't built any of the furniture. We haven't even bought the furniture for the kid. <laughs> so it's just uh, yeah, busy time. Yeah. And then then we went yeah we went to the beach for the week, which was nice, but it was like the worst timing. <laughs> we both had kind of a, like a week off. We could have used that to get a lot done. Mm-hmm. But instead, we went down to North Carolina. Splash around the waves, <laughs> which was nice. But it, we're just like thinking, oh man, we gotta get this done and that done. And my uh, my mother in law said she had listened to that podcast, the last one we did, where you were talking about like all the stuff, you know, carrying it all over the dunes, and setting <laughs> everything up. She was laughing. She was like, "It's so good," because she said she um she's recently retired from in April. And so now she, she does a bunch of walking and stuff. And so she'll usually listen to podcasts and things while she's walking. And so she'll, she'll often like listen to our podcast. <laughs> just fun. So hi, Betsy. <laughs> well, it was true. I did all the same stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I will say the, um, uh, brother-in-law bought a lighter, not one of the 10 by 10s that, you know, you normally yeah, take. Yep. He has like a lighter version, which mm. was much better because that thing alone is like thirty pounds. You got to put in the cart, right? Yeah, I saw a picture and it looked like what we talked about. Like if you would have a like the tent poles that bend, you know, like a normal pop up tent, and have something yeah. like that. That's like a structure above it. Was that kind of what yeah, it was? Well, it was. It's like a, a super sized umbrella. Okay. And instead of being round, you know, it goes out in four directions. It's yeah. a square, cabana style. Okay. And then the cloth comes straight off those corners, straight down, uh-huh. and you fill those corners with sand. Okay. So, you know, they've been doing a lot of those, like, fill it with sand things. Yeah, right. But but the it's just like an oversized 8-foot to 10-foot umbrella. It's mm. a little bit stronger. Okay. And you just center it. You, you It's actually nicely made where the 
the spike that goes in can yeah. also be the the part that the umbrella part that attaches to it is also a like hammer. Oh, that nice. Slot, that slides. You know what I mean? So it's like, shkink, oh, shkink. nice. So yeah. you use that part. Yeah, sliding bing, bing. hammer. That's cool. And then you attach it, and then, but it comes goes up in like, you know, like four minutes. Right. Yeah. That's. And it, it wasn't. It wasn't enough for all of us. But right. If we get another one. Yeah. I think it's called Cool Cabanas. That's the original oh, okay. one. Nice. And uh, well, that was nice. So the little less weight, but it was still like. <laughs> yeah, you go. You, everyone's up. Everyone like gets breakfast, and it's like the constant with toddlers. Like, yeah. All right, who's organizing this? Who's make? What are we having for breakfast? Okay, let's get. Bre- all right, let's get. All right, let's get everything on. Let's get you sprayed down. <laughs> let's get snacks. Let's get snacks. Pa- okay, we got snacks. Are we doing lunch? All right, lunch packed up. Are we gonna pack some drinks? Okay, packed. You got the drinks. I got this. <laughs> Meet y'all downstairs in ten minutes. All right, load the carts up. Which car are you taking? All right, I got this cart. Let's head out. Where's the kids? You got the kid? Okay, we're good. It's sand's too hot. Let's <laughs> let's get there. Let's set up. Who's not helping? Okay, you set up. I'll the kid wants to go down. All right, I'll go to the water. You set up. I'll be at the water. <laughs> and then I'll come back and I'll set the chairs up. Who wants the shade? You got enough shade? Caitlin, get some shade. You're pregnant. Um old people get in the shade. You're fine. I'll sit in the sun like an animal. That's okay. <laughs> I got <laughs> I got my big hat on. Yeah, right. And then it usually ends with me sitting by myself for like 10 minutes in the water with my feet in the water, you know, yes. just to like, and, and with like a beer, like a twisted tea or something. <laughs> just like, ah, I need a minute. And then, then I come back and get Maeve, and then we all play in the water. And then, you know, in 30 minutes you head back because you got stuff to do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, that's great. It's so, that's so like a National Lampoon's, you know comedic mm-hmm. bit like that's exactly <laughs> what they do they like the whole like dad with all the stuff and getting everything ready yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. man, that's great home alone you know it's all that same thing <laughs> but uh i mean it was a we the, the house was awesome and it's right on the thing you know and we all you, know, you didn't have to go far and comparatively yeah and we did have our we had our own pool which was oh, nice. awesome so yeah. a, a few days we just didn't go out right like, yep Hey, it's all like everyone's just sitting around. You just want to go to the pool? <laughs> well, yeah, let's just go down to the pool. You just walk down. Everything's there. You know, it's yeah. so much easier. It's still a pool day. Um, yeah. You can just float around in the water. Um, <laughs> but it, it it was nice. Uh, I didn't see that, yeah. uh, that that fun like slow motion of Maeve jumping in the pool to you. Oh, yeah. She was Caitlin killing. She constantly over and over jumping. <laughs> Does she that. have on? Does she was she wearing like a um like a puddle jumper floaty or whatever? Is that what it was? What was she, what was she wearing? I guess that's what it's called. Yeah, it goes okay. over your arms and then you have a, a connecting floaty from both of your arms on your chest across the chest. Yeah, and then it buckles in the back. Yep, which yeah, is yeah. the best because it it's the best keeps one. Them like yeah, for they are like lean forward, you know, and their heads yep. don't go. You know, it's like it's really good. So she was doing that, and she's good at like swimming around with that with that on and all like. Yeah, I mean, oh, she nice. learned this that's, year. That's great. Like, she wasn't at first. She wasn't like she was just kind of freaking out a little bit. Yeah, right. Yeah. I was like, "Come on, kick your legs!" And by the end, she's like all by herself. Nice. That's great. Going around and kicking and swimming around and like 
yeah up stuff and, yeah when Kryn was little that i mean i feel like it just that just came out around that time or at least that's when mm-hmm. i saw it obviously that's when mm-hmm. i was looking for something but yeah that was like the best one i was like this is the best floaty and that's like we had it we passed it down to other people and now you know kate and sean's son alistair he uses that and same thing just like it's such a good floaty like the way they designed it, it works so well you know right yeah but and yeah. it can't fly off your arms like yeah water wings, <laughs> right, <you know>? exactly <laughs> um yeah. Nice. So anything anything else specific like crazy happen or interesting happen down at the beach? Not really. I mean we took the bikes. Yeah. I took the e bikes down. Yeah. That's cool. Which was which was really nice. Kate Caitlin and I took a couple rides, just her and I. Nice. And, and those were some of the best times, just us cruising around, like looking yeah. at stuff. Yep. Like, oh look at those houses. That's the great thing about I mean bikes in general, but e bikes, you just feel like you're on little mopeds. Right, yeah. So it's just like you're cruising around the neighborhood. Oh, let's turn down here. Oh, this is like a little bay back here. Oh, they got a cool bridge. Let's drive over the right over the bridge. Yeah. Like look around. And, <laughs> uh, we went and got like we were on Avon, and they have a food line down there. Mm-hmm. So we went random once and got like groceries for everyone because I just put it all in in paper bags and threw it on the back of my bike. Nice. And that was nice. <laughs> it's like it's like I don't know how far away it is. It's miles for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. But we, we you know, just bike down. Yeah, with the full charge e-bike, that's, yeah, that's nothing. Oh, that's, yeah. It was that's funny. easy. We could have yeah. done it ten times. Yeah. That's sweet. It's fun, it's fun man. It just, yeah. They're, they're definitely worth yeah. <laughs> the hassle of packing them up and getting the the bike hitch super, like, thing. And, yeah, right. <laughs> and we, we bought a car top carrier because, you know, you had the yep. audacity to use your own I when know, we wanted geez, it. The nerve. But uh, <laughs> but I'm glad we did. It wasn't. It was on that. We got one on Amazon. So nice, awesome. It was, yeah, it, right it's on. fine. And uh, we were fully kitted out. The Rav Four was loaded up. <laughs> Bikes nice. on the back, car top carry on the top. Like yeah. you know, full in 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 the car. It was, it was that that brings me joy. What'd you guys do with Alfie? I stayed with mom and dad. Oh, okay, yeah, for the week. And then, well, and then did you hear? They're like. <laughs> On the way home, or no, Dad comes gets Alfie. Right, and on the drive back, he's like, "Wait, you're coming back Saturday?" And he's like, "We leave for vacation Friday." Yep. <laughs> I was like, uh, "Okay, <laughs> what are you gonna do with him then? Because we're not coming back. You already have him. Yeah, it's right. on you now." <laughs> so what they do? Because I yeah, because I they were with us on Friday. <laughs> there Did was they... no dog. <laughs> no. Well, at first they're like, oh, maybe we'll kennel him or something. I'm like, well, that's expensive, and I don't think, I don't even know where, like, our paper, you need papers and stuff for that stuff. Right. They won't just take any old dog. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're dropping this dog off. Someone else is going to pick it up. Yeah, yeah no. Right. Like, they need all the stuff to make sure he's, you know, It's got all code. shots and everything. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I, I got Guy to do it. Oh, nice. Okay. I guilted Guy to take him. <laughs> it's like, if you don't take him, he's going in a kennel. He's like, all right, give me the. Your <laughs> earmuffs, everybody. His exact his his exact words were, "All right, give me the fucking dog." <laughs> uh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny. So transitioning into my vacations. <laughs> yeah. Like so, we you know I don't know five or six months ago, um, Nicole planned her own birthday weekend. Thank goodness, because you know she she likes planning stuff like that, and like she yeah. and so she turned forty on the eighteenth. <laughs> I know, and so that was Friday. So we we went up to Ohio to um, 
there's a, a private campground called Benner's Run, but it's in Ohio Pile, Pennsylvania, which is like uh, out toward Pittsburgh, but not all the way out that way. Like, you know, toward, uh, I guess, out near New Paris, like near where um, uh, Adrian from Homestead, Hickory Homestead Creations lives. So we headed out that way and went out on Friday um, and then were there. I, I left on Sunday evening because um, I had work this week because my first week back, um, teachers all back and the next week is students. So we I came back on Sunday um, and then Nicole and our, you know, and, and Corinne and our friends Kate and Sean are their boys and then mom and dad and then Nicole's parents, Betsy and Dave, they came down as well and they all stayed through till Wednesday. Um, mm, yeah, but it was awesome. It was like a beautiful little campground. We had, we had a kind of odd setup cause, um, Kate and Sean rented the house that's there on the, at the campground. They have like this, like kind of log cabin lodge. Um, and they wanted that to be able to have like the rooms for the boys and they have their dog and they wanted a little bit more like the convenience with the two, with, with like Alistair being three and Emery, you know, he would be old yeah. enough, but, um, and then, Mom and dad brought their camper. Um, we originally thought that we would take the pop-up camper, but then it, when we opened it up, it was not suitable for camping in. So, so we were on an electric site, but we had our tent and, you know, normal tent set up. And then, uh, and then Nicole's parents, they, they, uh, um, stayed in a yurt, which was right across from our campsite. Mom and dad were about four campsites down from us. And then um, and then our friends, Bill and Andrea, they also came, and they were in another yurt right across from us as well. So we had kind of the, the main group kind of close, and then our friends, the Greens, were in another just a regular campsite, but they were down maybe 75 yards from us. So it was like a little spread out, but like we were all pretty close, but then Kate and Sean, and, you know, they were up maybe – you know, three or 400 yards up, you had to walk around a pond and up a road and then up to their house. So the yeah. setup was not great, but it was a really cool campground. They had, they had like a little miniature golf course there. They had an arcade, they had a pool. So it had all this like kind of nice amenities to do stuff at the camp. But then nearby um, in Ohio pile is the Yakagani river, um, which is a very like famous whitewater rafting river. So we went whitewater rafting on Saturday, which I had never done before and it was awesome. Super fun. Um, yeah, we had, I think it was like 13 of us, I guess that all went and, um, and it was like seven guys and six girls. So we actually divided into two boats, men and women. Um, and there were, I think maybe like eight or 10 boats all going down the river together. Like, so the guided trip that day, you know, you have a bunch of different groups and people. So it was a bunch of different, um, a bunch of boats with each boat had a guide and then plus a group of people. So the rapids were anywhere from obviously like class ones, like little rapids all the way up to class fours. Um, they had two class four rapids and then there were like obviously a lot of class threes and then a few class twos as well. Um, but the class, you know, those are like, those are all situations. The, the, a lot of the rapids were, um, technical, so you'd kind of be coming down the river and you'd have to like go over to one side and then make a turn and go through it in a certain way and then make another turn in the middle of it. You know, so there were like these kind of you had to navigate yeah. through it and that's kind of what would push the level up to make it a little bit more difficult. So then like the class fours were where they had 
more dangerous aspects like a rock with an overhang where there was water going underneath of it you know so like if your boat mm. got pulled in it could like flip your boat sideways and pull you like around and stuff and or there would be like a sharp turn you had to sharp turn and then it would go down you know into a dip and then pop up and go around a rock mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know so it was definitely a lot of um the one our, our main guy the way he described it in the beginning was like you you know each boat has the group that's there you know, on tour and the, uh, the tour. And then you have your guide, your river guide who's steering the boat. So he said like all the visitors are the motor and the guide is the rudder, you know, he's the tiller. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. so that's all you're like, you're basically just giving him the power he needs to steer the boat in the right direction and mm-hmm. like turn it, mm-hmm. you know? So like if the water was trying to turn the boat and he couldn't just turn it, then he would be like, you know, everybody on the left side back, you know, back one and everybody on the right side, go forward one. Right. And then I would like to turn the boat or it'd be like all forward, you know, or like everyone take two strokes forward or one straight, like, but our guide was like, so laid back, like really easy going. He like talked us through the stuff and, you know, like all the guides are that way. Cause they do it all the time. You know, they're like so used to it and they're used to talking to people. And one of the things that I think they all, they teach the guys to do is they, um, they'll give you like a direction to be like, all right, Everyone, you know, like everyone paddle forward, right? Or everyone forward. So everyone's paddling forward at the same time. And you try to like keep all your strokes even. Um, and like, I feel like the longest amount of paddling I might've done was like five strokes at one time. It's like, all right, everyone forward. And you stop. You're like, okay. All right. Now everyone like one forward or like everyone one back, you know, like to slow you down or whatever. And, and then he would, they would always say like, all right, everyone forward, you know, forward, forward, like a little bit more, a little more, like forward fast. And then they go, all right, take a break. So it was always like, take a break. It was like, all right, everyone, right. everyone, two paddles forward. All right, take a break. You know, so was, and you hear other, be, other like guides, other boats be like, take a break. It was like a very easy <laughs> way. But like, oh, okay, we're just floating now. He's oh. like, he's like, I'll handle it now. You guys take a break. Just chill out. So it was awesome. It was like so much fun. And, you know, like a good amount of adrenaline, you know, cause there are some like stuff where it's like, you gotta really try hard and the water's crazy and you're getting, and I was up in the front. So I was getting like yeah. all the giant splashes yeah. and stuff, you getting know? Like, yeah. But no, it was great. We had a great time. So much fun. My, my experience was much different than that. <laughs> Your white water rafting experience. Yeah. We went oh. water rafting in West Virginia, okay. a bachelor party. Ah, there was a bachelor and party there. <laughs> before we went, they were hemming and hauling over whether they should let people even on the water. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll say going forward, you know, you don't know how much they're messing with you. Right. Or a, a, a guide, a male guide would mess with a male bachelor party. Right, yeah. But I will say that halfway through, we were supposed to stop at a beach and have lunch. Right. And there was no beach. <laughs> he said he's like you see where those trees are? there were just trees sticking up out of the water right. like, that's where the beach we're, we're not we can't stop <laughs> <laughs> and it was so like there was a lot of spots you know where you see it that's so rough like i remember passing a few spots that were like uh, something was stuck in it right yeah so, uh, like, a log was just rolling endlessly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and me, you know, just thinking. And he would point him out and say, yeah, that's that's death if you fall in there. He kept pointing out things. Jeez. And saying, like, Thanks. that's death. <laughs> and, and But then you think about it, you're like, you're right. It is spinning that thing around. It's not spitting it out. Yeah. It is turning you over and over until... 
who knows when the next group of people come. Because you can't swim out and be grabbed. Right. You're stuck. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all these things. Yeah, you and think I you can, also, like, kick out of it or whatever, but it's flipping you around. Like, you, you, you might you be could. able to, like, kick out and maybe randomly and hit the rock and kick right. off of it. Right. But it's pure right. luck, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. And it was it was a lot of that, and it was really big. I felt like we were going straight up a lot of big big yeah, waves. Right, jeez. I was also in the front, but I was getting hit hard. Like, yeah, it knocked me back into the boat multiple times. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh-huh. being on the front, and and so maybe I was taking more abuse than the rest of the people because right. you know you're on the front, you're taking the hits. Yep. Yeah. But it was big enough hits where. It, you had no choice but to like fly backwards, right? And yeah, then exactly. Scramble back up, <laughs> back up, everyone! Come on, come on! You know, let's yeah, go. Battle, 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 battle! It's all that like trying to get up and over stuff. And then, <laughs> like by the end, I was like, it, it was like thirty minutes in. I was just like, this has to end now. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm over. I'm way over this. Like, I was, I was excited to do it, not afraid at all. Maybe right. too much. Yeah. I was like, this will be cool. We're just going for a cruise and, like, hit some rapids and go fast, you know. Yeah. But I wasn't – I don't know. I guess I wasn't expecting the getting knocked down. And then right. also, like, yeah. man, I'm just sitting on the edge of this boat. If I fall in certain spots, it's trouble. Right. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man. Yeah. Well, the, the, the kind of crazy thing about – or I think about – most places that have rapids is that the depending on the water level you get different types mm-hmm. of rapids right so mm-hmm. like where mm-hmm. when we went it, the water was really low so it was like maybe i think they he said like a foot and a half or something but i don't know what that is and you know because obviously some places it was a lot deeper than a foot and a half but whatever wherever they do a, a rating you know it's like zero to eight or whatever you know we were at like mm-hmm. one and a half or something um where like eight might actually not be all that bad because then the water's just riding right over all the rocks and you're just up on top, you know, but yeah, then, too, but when yeah, it's maybe. down at like a two or a three, then you have all these big, huge boulders exposed and then you got to go around them and, and then you get all these like dips and waves and, you know, like, so, and obviously, you know, different, like that's what they said. It was like very much a different water levels, um, denote different waves that they handle the river. You know, so where there was like the the two class four rapids that we went through might only be a class three if it was up three feet higher, you know, so but because it was low, so we had to go around things and then that made like real like, you know, where the water would go under that rock. But because the water level was right at the where the water was being pulled under, it would if you got too tight to it, it had that it could flip your boat up on the side. And then right. you can kind of counterbalance that, but everyone like goes on one side or you all fall out and then you like get washed down the river, you know? So like there were definitely some spots <laughs> and, uh, uh, my friend, Brian's son, David, he was on our boat and he's like, he's a very, um, he's a very like question. He, he wants to know a lot of stuff all the time and he's not afraid to ask. So his whole thing was like, okay, what's coming up next? Like, are we going to go around this? Like what's do we, how many more class threes do we have? Is, is the next one as dangerous as the last one is, <laughs> is the class four? Like they were very, he, he never sounded scared, but he was like, you could tell that he wanted to know the information. So he had it, <laughs> you know, it was like a, that like, information is better than no information because he wanted to know what was coming you know like, mm. and so he mm. was just constantly asking questions and our guide was like super good he was answering them all and like being really good about it 
and it was fun but it was yeah it and i was actually talking to sean who was in our boat um on wednesday when we were going to sailing and he was saying that he was thinking about maybe going back up because they have um three parts of the yakagani that they raft on there's the upper yakagani the middle and the lower and what we did was the lower and it's about three and a half hours um so and it's it might be like it might it might have been like some some somewhere between like 20 and 25 or 15 and 25 rapids you know like over that amount of time so there are a few times where you have like a few minutes break like three or four minutes where you're just kind of cruising and everyone's just relaxing and the boats kind of regroup and then you come through a couple rapids and you know it's kind of it was a nice paced thing but um the upper the the middle yakagani is what they say it's like that's the one for like grandparents and children it's basically like two hours of just floating down a river like you might get class one just little bumps and stuff here but nothing that whatever like you know there's you know, you're not, you're not getting hit banged into things. The water pace is slow. It's just like, it's basically like a tubing, you know, like everyone's just chilling, hanging. Nice. Yeah, the yeah. upper yak, the upper Yakagani is all the class four and fives. Um, yeah. and that's like, they do it with smaller groups and it's like, you know, wild. They said the, the two class fours, those that we did were like the easiest class fours on the upper Yakagani. And uh, Sean was saying how he was like, he thought it might be cool to go back up and try to do the upper. And I was like, mm, nope. <laughs> like, right. do you want to I don't, push I don't think so. Yeah. I was like, no, I, you know, I like the adrenaline. I liked what we did. That was fun. But like, I don't really think I would be all like, there were definitely times on what we did where I was more worried about surviving than having fun, you know, for like, a, <laughs> for like a few seconds, you know, like, okay, everyone paddle, paddle, you know, and like, that amount of adrenaline is like, is okay. But you know, like I'm also like, I guess I'm a cautious person, you know, like I don't, I don't want to take unnecessary risks. And, um, and you know, some of, some of those like going to do the fours and fives, I'm sure would be fine because you have guides that do it all the time and they're super familiar with it. But like, I don't need that type of adrenaline. Oh, you know, yeah. that doesn't, that I'm not excited about that, you know? And he yeah, was like, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, like, I feel the exact, I mean, that's like I said, I, we like that stuff. But it's, I mm-hmm. guess it's a different, like, doing some mountain biking with, like, right. a few quick hills and drops. And right. then it's, like, you can mountain bike, like, straight down this, like, pebbly, rocky slope. Like, right. that, that that's going to be awesome. You're, like, yeah. But it's, like, you're too worried about not dying. Yeah. It's, right. like, it's too much worry. It's not the fun, like, it's not, like, the woo fun. It's, like. Yeah, it's like you're you're clenched up. You're dead quiet because you're like right. focusing so hard on not crashing. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> exactly. No, yeah, it was. Mine was intense. I don't know what class it was. They kept calling it big water stuff like that. Right. And yeah. like, I think it seemed to me that it was. It was definitely more intense than I thought it would be, and I was like right. looking forward to some intensity. Right. But it yeah. was for a long, for a while there, for like a half an hour, it was the boat de- diving deep into whatever <laughs> and then the water right. churning above your head and you going straight up like Jeez. over and over and over and over again. Oh man. You know, and me getting <laughs> yeah. slammed, fall back, like get up, help people up. And then again, <laughs> paddle, paddle, go, go. Like, uh, you know, and just like, <laughs> I, I, I kind of I, give me the old lady cruise now. I think I just want to cruise and then have yeah, lunch right. on the shore. Yeah, <laughs> right. Actually, I think I just want a tube. I like tubing. Yeah, like uh, I, yeah, I, 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 I want a cooler and a tube. Yeah. Really, 
like you know <laughs> the having or i mean i would say like you know i had i've done rapids before i've done a couple class threes um in a canoe like we did a mm. we did the new river a couple summers ago and and you know that was that's some big water but a but like a, the canoes are way less buoyant than a raft right because you have these big giant inner tubes basically so they're sitting really high up in the water right. um and uh but like so i definitely felt much more confident doing it with a guide and in a raft and you know like it was it was definitely it was really fun and i would do it again no problem but i wouldn't want to like I, yeah i don't have any real desire to go further than that you know to bump it and, up yeah exactly and and like going back a second time to the same place like i understand the the length of the trip and where the where the big rapids are and where the small ones are and so like now even doing it once like okay it's no big deal we've already gone through it one time like you could do it again but but I, yeah, I don't need to. I don't need to go crazy with that. That was, <laughs> it was fun. It was great. We had a great time. Um, one of the one of the um, guys that was in our boat, Jack. Excuse me. He's um, yeah, he's like eleven or twelve, I think. Um, my my buddy um, Bill's son. He fell out of the boat in the first rapid. In the, in the first one that we went through and like right. so and we had preparation for that you know beforehand they're like okay if you fall out this is what happens there's gonna be lots of people around like they said the first thing you do is if you fall out you've got handles all around the side of the boat the first your first thing is to grab a handle right because yeah. your first thing is you don't want to float away from the boat your second thing is if you can't grab a handle then everyone has paddles and everyone puts their paddle out toward you and you grab a paddle and they bring you back Right. The third thing is, okay, if that doesn't happen, then you look around and there's going to be other guides and other boats, lots around you, and they all have throw ropes and they're going to throw you a rope and you grab onto it and they'll pull you in. You know, if that doesn't happen, then, and you're floating away and they can't reach you, then there's periodically along the way, there are guides on shore who will throw you a rope and get you up. And then like, if it's a long time before that and there's no one around, then last thing you do is they say, they say nose and toes. You just like float on your back with your toes up and your nose up and you just keep floating until yeah. you get to a point where someone does pick you up. And, you know, like I said, there are, there are groups of rapids that whole way through, but they're not back to back. Everyone has like some space between it, you know? So if, if you fall out a boat in a rapid, you're likely that you'll float out of it and then you have a hundred yards 200 yards 300 yards before the yeah. next rapid you know so you could yeah. by that point you could swim to shore or you know whatever so um but yeah jack he falls out the first rapid and uh <laughs> he did we saw him going and he was right across the boat from me so i like leaned out and and um and he had already kind of grabbed onto the handle and, and my father-in-law dave was sitting next to me in the front so he like grabbed him and i grabbed him and we like yanked him back up on the boat and he lost one of mm. his crocs and it was like floating down mm. river <laughs> and then we see one of their boats like down you know 50 yards and they're like holding up a pink croc and we're like yeah that's ours oh, <laughs> so nice. like yeah but he was that was the only time anyone fell out you know i think it was just like he ha he wasn't used to how he should have his feet tucked in you know and like and the situation but he just kind of like got a bump and whoop, went right over the side <laughs> so i <laughs> you talking about all the different techniques reminded me of another thing that scared us all uh, yeah. was we went over those things in the class beforehand mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but then as it developed as we saw the size of it our guide said you all have to swim as hard as you can to get back to this boat if you fall off oh man he kind of said he kind of said forget like the simple thing like all the little things right. those yeah you have to swim as hard do not like wait 
Do not do depend not, on anyone else. Do yeah, not play. Right, do not do not go toes first. You swim as yeah. hard as you can back to this boat. And that just put the fear of God in all of us, you know, right away. Yeah, like, man. Forget all the is, tips. This isn't you, you fun anymore. To, <laughs> you have to get back to this boat because there was only, like, two boats. And they were leaving, like, every, I don't know how long. But, it, it you know, yeah. it was just two of us. Yeah. So yeah. so if, if you don't get back to it, he's basically saying there's a lot of water traps you know there's a lot right of there's a lot of chances you, for you to get washed you don't away want and to, not come you don't back. want to yeah. you don't want to spend any time in this water <laughs> yeah right <laughs> so we're like oh my gosh <laughs> yeah i remember that but uh well i'm glad yeah i'm glad yours was good yeah no it was awesome and then <laughs> i ended up leaving on sunday but like there's um there's some natural waterfall slides and stuff that like the, the rest of them mm. did on the next couple of days and they have this I think it's called um, Cucumber Falls, which is the, oh. it's like the tallest, um, uh, what do they call it? It's a type of waterfall where like it it it, um, it falls over, but there's a lot of space behind it. So you can go behind it and you go inside of it. Like it's the type of name of waterfall, but it's like the biggest one in Pennsylvania or something or the East Coast. So that was pretty cool. They got some pictures of that. And um, one of the things that I did, which is kind of cool, is that because um, – Friday was Nicole's birthday. We we actually celebrated it, had the party on Saturday because there was there were more people there that day, and um, I I gave her two of the sheep shear knives, which I've talked about before. Like two of them were for her specifically, but um, yeah. when we got that pair that she really liked, it um, it had a uh, a metal like collar um, around the blades when they were shut to keep it shut. You know, so like yeah. for shipping and stuff, and she really liked that collar. So, so she asked me to like somehow incorporate that into the handle. So I did that. I like without her, you know, I did it secretly or whatever. And so I, you know, had that all ready and then presented to her. So I had it boxed up and stuff. So that was kind of cool to be able to to give her those knives and um, and she really liked that and liked how I had, you know, worked the the collar thing around. And so it actually ended up looking kind of like a cigar because it's got like a circle and then two bands <laughs> and like wraps around the back end of the handle. You know, so like if, if you just yeah. saw just that without anything else, you'd be like, oh, that's kind of like a cigar. <laughs> it's a boy. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. But um, that was cool. And they had the AOC etch mark on them, which is cool. You know? Nice. Yeah, I think yeah. it's sweet. Um, it's getting late. I want to wrap it up. But before, right. yep. if, is this okay with you? Yeah, yeah. I well now now that it's legal, I'll tell a little story. Mm-hmm. Well, it, that this was at the bachelor party, so of course there's alcohol and plenty of stuff. But one person made um, weed muffins, right? Uh huh. Or with some type of oil or something in it. And then right. that morning before <laughs> we went water rafting. I was hungry and almost ate one. Oh. <laughs> and having part partaked partooked partaken um, <laughs> later that night of half of one. Uh-huh. If I would have eaten one and and had to do those rapids, I I would have been laying on the bottom of that boat like not moving <laughs> in like a fetal position. <laughs> And I was that cl- I just saw, you know, it's one of those things you have a big group of people. There's a bunch of food mm-hmm. out on the counters. And he just had them in a thing. I was like, oh, muffins. Oh, but then I, was, then I was like, ah, I don't really want to eat a muffin right now. But I was that close. <laughs> oh, <laughs> was man, that, that's crazy. <laughs> I was that close to 
being blasted off on a rocket ship and oh then my gosh this already <laughs> terrifying you know stone sober yeah, right uh, <laughs> and then later on i saw him meeting one or whatever and then someone said like oh yeah the, he he made those up there whatever they are I was like, yeah, pot wait, what are those? I was like, you just let, you let, I almost ate one this morning because we were all joking about how kind of crazy the trip was. Yeah, right. But I think that person may have had one or half of one before oh, on his own, which is, I, I just, I, I would not have made it. I don't know what would happen. It would not have been good. <laughs> one of the other things I was thinking, like you're saying laying in the bottom of the boat, um, when they were giving us all the direction beforehand, it was like, you know, we'll do this is all like how we're going to move all the direction to move forward, paddle forward, back, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And then he said, sometimes I'll say lean in. So just like lean in toward the middle of the boat. And that's like, if we're going to bump into a rock and it might, you know, throw us off balance. So he'll say, I'll say lean in. And then he said, and if it's, if it's in like a really rough situation, I, I might tell you to like lean in and get down. So basically that means like lean in, but then also like crouch down in the bottom of the boat as much as you can. Right. Um, you know, if it was like a really crazy situation and, uh, and it, he never had to say that. Like there were multiple times like, all right, everybody lean in, you know, cause we're just like sliding sideways and we bump into right. like another boat or, you know, a big rock or something. So, but, uh, but yeah, I was like, well, that's good. He never had to tell us to like lean in and get down, <laughs> shut up, nice. get down. <laughs> right. I would have been hanging. I would have been all leaned in. I know. Yeah. Well, there was one time leaned where in, like, laid down, you know, like I know like, in the front of the boat, I would watch like when we were, we would like go down into a dip and come up over. Right. So I would like, I'd lean forward and back based off of those movements. And there was one time where we like, it was a, it was a pretty good drop in, you know, it might've been whatever, two or three feet, like, but in a, in a 10 foot long boat that really like tips the boat up and down, you know, like, so, mm -hmm. so I like leaned back, but then I like slipped off the seat behind me that I was kind of like half on. And so I like fell back into David's lap and I'm like trying to get up once we got through the thing, and I'm like pushing up, there's nothing to grab onto. And I'm like mm -hmm. laying back on him. <laughs> like, I guess I leaned back a little too far. <laughs> it's like, Ugh. yeah, that was another thing. I never felt secure. Cause yeah, yeah you're sitting right. on the edge of a rounded thing. You've got yeah. a big, like, You've got a big vest on, so you don't yeah. have like your full movement. You've got right. something in your you're trying hands. to tuck your feet in, but like you have not thing, really you have great, this yeah. thing that you have to hold on to. Though yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. you don't want to lose that. You're but not you're you also trying to grab, grab the boat. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird thing. Yeah. There we go. Times. Why? What a rafting podcast in the book. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, I'll do my recommendation. I've been watching the series. Uh, tested doing a Starfield series of yeah. them uh, putting together the the Starfield spaceship, yeah, which is a awesome. game I'm excited for, and mm -hmm. I love tested, and I love the like model making stuff that they do. So it's like this perfect triangle of stuff I already love and like, and watching it, it's it's great. And they're going in depth, like yeah. The last episode, he just made like a railing, and they were just made like the the back ramp of it. Yeah, but it was like thirty five minutes long, and it feels back to form with them. And right. Now they used to make videos, where yeah. they have a camera guy, and they shoot it, and they talk about stuff. It's like a full production. Yeah, and uh, it's great. It is it. great, and it is. I, I I've also been watching them, and like it's fun hearing everyone get really excited about different stuff. You know, like there was at one part point where at the end of that episode where he made the railing, he was like, um, 
he was talking to one of the other girls who's like predominantly a model painter. And he was talking about how he used a dry brush and a wet brush and back and forth or something. And she was like, Oh, she was like all super excited about this, like little teeny detail and model, you know, I know it was like, it was so fun to see how excited they got over those type of things. Yeah. It's, it's cool. You know, it's a really cool series and like what they're making is really cool. And they're making it like, if you said that, but they're, they're making a spaceship that will then be um, like a motion capture, whatever they'll, they'll use it for actual like shots or something. And actually, I I think I saw just recently, they came out with a live action, like trailer for it. Mm. (laughs) It's like a two minute trailer. I I was like, well, maybe that was it. Like I was trying to see, cause there's a lot of shots of that spaceship. Right. Yeah. So then they have that may have been what it was. I hope that's what it was used for that. They actually got to use it because it's kind of a cool trailer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but nice. Yeah, check it out. It's good. It's like the first one's fifty minutes. The second one's like thirty-five. It's awesome. I can't wait for more. Nice. All right. Well, um, so my recommendation this week is uh, Lee John Phillips on Instagram. He's a like a spoon carver and a LJP. L- old LJP. <laughs> um, <laughs> he he also he does a lot of like decorative. Uh, like um, uh, geometric carvings and things on spoons, on the handles, and on, and he'll also do like knife handles and all sorts of different things. So it's really cool, and I've I've actually been looking at his stuff a lot because uh, for Maker Camp for the Maker Swap, I want to make the big timber framed mallet, you know, like the big the big hammer, the persuader oh. hammer. But I want to do some cool carving and something on it as well. So I've been looking at different things, and I kind of like the way he does it. He'll kind of map out like a grid of triangles you know and then each one he'll cut down in at an angle so it makes a a pyramid you know like an interior pyramid but then we'll do a whole bunch of them next to each other in different patterns and stuff and he's he's got really cool ways of doing it but i was kind of flipping through instagram and i um saw he just made a like a carving knife and did a kind of an interesting handle with some really cool carving on it and stuff so i've been following him for a while and he does really beautiful drawings like he'll do a lot of plan work especially because he i think he also teaches a lot of spoon carving classes and and like decorative pattern um you know carving and stuff and so he'll do these like um these kind of how-to drawings and or he'll do a drawing that's got you know 20 different uh spoon designs and stuff and they're all very um very like blueprint style drafting style drawings which i love that type of you know informative drawing so a lot of really cool things that he does but uh, but yeah you can check him out again that's lee john phillips on instagram all spelled the way that it sounds it'll be in the show notes sweet um yeah man good good to be back yeah absolutely uh, we i know we missed a few like we missed one week and then two weeks ago we missed what yeah we were trying we're busy we're we're trying to we got videos coming dustin is rocking with the shorts getting yep. a bunch of views and keeping stuff out um we got a bunch of stuff coming it's just gonna be a a fall winter thing is we're gonna we're gonna be full <laughs> blast in january i'm gonna be bored and over at dustin's all the time <laughs> we'll have we'll have we'll just always yeah, right. making stuff. <laughs> yeah we have um we have a guest coming up uh if you're if you know daniel donnelly from donnelly brother metalworks on instagram he um he just finished a really awesome 
an entire year of splitting wood every single day and making a reel of it every day and oh, posting did he it. Finish? Yeah, he finished it about a week and a half ago. Oh, cool. So, so we're going to have him on next week, hopefully. Uh, and if, if not next week, we'll have him very soon. We'll talk about that. He's a super awesome, like young axe guy who is like very passionate and has done a lot of really cool things to like bring the axe community on Instagram together. He's, he's kind of pushed a lot. So he's a really cool dude. So we're excited to have him on. So we'll have him on soon, hopefully next week. Cool. All right, everybody. Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, make sure you guys don't forget. You can always like, please head over to YouTube, check out our videos, subscribe, like, let us know what you think. Um, if you like the shorts, you know, let me know. Um, they, they are doing okay. Like the, out of the three, the first two both have over 10,000 views. And then the third one has about like almost 7,000 views. So they're kind of just like, mm -hmm. they're doing okay. They're doing really well on Instagram, which is great. My first one has almost a hundred thousand views on it. And then the, the spatula, which I just put up has over 50,000 views. And then the little, the ladle has over 20,000 views. So they're like, they're doing really well. Give me some good traction. I almost have 10,000 followers on Instagram. So you can head over to Instagram and follow there. If you're not already, you can follow me at the art of craftsmanship and you can follow Devin at the art of camera guy. And lastly, if you want to support what we do here on the Art of Craftsmanship and the podcast and the YouTube channel and the events that we want to go to and the you know the kind of the stuff we do, you guys can head over to patreon.com forward slash the Art of Craftsmanship and you can support us there. And all those people who do, we absolutely appreciate it to the nth degree and all that money goes right back into making the channel better for you guys. So know that all that will go right back into what we do for the channel. Other than that, that's all for now, everybody. Thank you guys so much for listening. Devin, always a pleasure. Yeah. Everybody else, we will talk to you next time. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.